T-S-N-Y. Today's agenda, got the suitcase up in the central Go to room 112, tell them Blanco sent ya Feel the strangers, if no money exchanges I got these kids in ranges, to leave them niggas brainless All they told is stainless, you just remain as calm as possible Make the deal go through And with that Instagram post with Biggie Helping deliver the news Brooklyn's born Biggie, Kevin Durant has chosen the Brooklyn Nets for the next four seasons. Adrian Wojnarowski delivered the news previous to that post, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Sources, Durant will sign a four-year, $164 million deal with the Nets. Kyrie Irving, as we already knew. Four years, $141 million. There are so many angles to touch on here. First and foremost, what the Nets did and the way this league, this NBA operates, what the Nets did was officially push the Knicks aside as the big boys of New York City. For so many years, the ABA, New York York Nets, New Jersey Nets, and even Brooklyn Nets have been second-class citizens. Come on, we're talking Brooklyn. Brooklyn to Manhattan. There's a difference. Barclays Center to Madison Square Garden. There is a difference. And that's what this move represents. There are strategic basketball points in terms of this not being a slam dunk. Everyone believing it is. Durant's not young. He's had chronic foot issues in the past. He'll be out all of next year with a torn Achilles. What will he look like at age 31, turning 32, during the 2021 season? Kyrie Irving's younger, hometown New Jersey, terrible on D, one of the best finishing point guards in the league, probably the best finishing point guard, and, you know, there are, there are issues here. It's not a slam dunk. It's not the slam dunk the Heat experienced with LeBron, Bosh, and Wade. That's where, that's where people have to calm down. That's where the 500,000 new Brooklyn Nets fans need to slow their roll. It is not a slam dunk. These two are also two of the more sensitive players in the league. The Nets media is nowhere near the Knicks media in terms of daily wear and tear, but it's still New York. But the statement this move makes, forget basketball, the organizational organizational statement this move makes is worth its weight in gold. I despise the NBA system. It's insane. 
Can you imagine covering the Knicks right now? It's not like MLB or NHL or the NFL where you could turn it around with one draft, where you could successfully build and turn it around in a relatively decent time. If you strike out on these free agents, you're toast. You're done. That's why I despise this system, how it's gotten to this point with these guys teaming up. It started with LeBron in 2010, and it's worked in terms of a social media presence and the buzz that it generates. But man, we're not even talking increasing franchise value and team play on the floor during the game of basketball. We're talking selling. We're talking salesmanship is how organizations turn their fortune around. That's what that's our main point. That's our main driving point as a league. Which organization could sell better? Which will determine who our champions are? Of course it's not as simplistic as that. Of course. But the number one point is the Nets. They have arrived. It's over. The Knicks are not the big boys anymore. It doesn't matter if they sell out every night. It doesn't matter if they, they bring in the, the entertainers and the celebs. It doesn't matter if it's Madison Square Garden. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, those two sensitive fellows, have just rewritten the New York City basketball script. In one day. Number two. The Knicks fan. What can you do for your local Knicks fan? Can you find your nearest Knicks fan? Take your index finger and middle finger. Put it over the front of their wrist and check their pulse immediately. Please. What Woj reported on Saturday. That Kawhi and KD were talking and thinking about teaming up had all Knicks fans in a tizzy. Why? Because the Clippers and the Knicks provided the best option, the best route for those two to team up. And if you're looking here on the video, YouTube, you're seeing... Pretty much every one of Woj's tweets here. ESPN story with Ramona Shelbourne. Durant and Leonard sharing conversations on a possible free agent future together. If you're a Knicks fan, you never learn. It's, it's, not, it's not enough to just lose out on the star signings. The Knicks fan has to be tortured. They have to hear the Woj report. That they're thinking about teaming up and the Knicks and the Clippers are the two possible destinations. They have to get their hopes up. They have to hear about Royal Ivy being KD's buddy and being an assistant on the Knicks. They have to know that they were the worst record in the league, yet they finished worst record in the league the season the NBA shakes up the lottery and the odds are even for the worst three teams. So they go in thinking Zion, KD, Kyrie 
they end up with nobody. Nobody! It is absolutely dumbfounding. Who do you blame? James Dolan? I don't know. What's more appealing to the Nets? What do the Nets have that is so much more appealing than the Knicks don't? If Kyrie and Katie go to the Knicks, there's Mitchell Robinson, there's Knox, there's Dennis Smith Jr. Nets? Okay, Joe Harris. Jared Allen. D'Angelo Russell's now gone. In terms of personnel, I'm not quite understanding the difference. Did the Nets, per these meetings, just blow them out of the water? Did Kyrie come up with this grand thought that it, it was the Nets and Brooklyn is the new guard and the Knicks are the old guard? Is the Knicks organization so stale and they've been bad for so long that players laugh it off? I think it's a combination of all three. And if you're a Knicks fan, you don't deserve this. I grew up as a Knicks fan. Yeah, I run the site. I run Elite Sports New York. We cover all the teams objectively with credentials, and we back up our claims. Our fandom is separated from our objective viewpoint. I grew up a Knicks fan. I was 11, 12 years old in 94 when Starks did his thing in Game 7. And they were up 3-2 on OJ night. I was there when Houston stunned Miami in Game 5. And then they lost to San Antonio in five games in the finals. I've been there this entire time. It's torture. What have the Knicks done to deserve this? What have the Knicks fan, what has the Knicks fan done to deserve this? It's beyond anything comprehensible. Think about it. Up 3-2 in 94, they lose. The moment Jeff Van Gundy resigned in 2001 was the moment everything became labeled as a curse. Carmelo Anthony, Amari Stoudemire, it never fit from the beginning. They weren't true superstars either. Other than that one good season... Everything's been a disaster. The Isaiah Thomas, the Scott Layden years. What has the Knicks fan done to deserve this? And that's our second story. The Knicks. And the Knicks fans reacting. Skip Bayless. Poor Knicks, he says. Knicks memes account. I'm just saying that if Kawhi Leonard stunningly chose the Knicks when we were at our lowest point like this, he'd be the most beloved athlete by a franchise in all of sports. Sure, it's not going to happen. Colin Coward. 
The New York Knicks announced they are holding off on raising season ticket prices next season. NBA on TNT, live look at the Knicks fans right now. You got Jon Stewart in a video holding his head. And I forget which game that was when he was sitting courtside and he couldn't believe what happened. Anthony Donahue, shout out to everyone who had inside information that said KD to the Knicks was a dumb deal. Y'all the real MVPs. Peter Vesey. James Dolan has shifted Knicks future brain trust meetings to the TGA Fridays in Penn Station. Bill Simmons. The Knicks still have $80 million in cap space. And that's, that's the disheartening point here. They have all the cap space in the world. They traded away Chris Stapp's Porzingis. With the same amount of money, they let the Brooklyn Nets beat them. Think about that. Steve Levy, ESPN. Knicks have fallen off the face of the earth. Sports Illustrated, the Knicks are the biggest losers in this entire equation, with Katie and Kyrie now set to haunt them in plain sight. Yep. I mean, think about it. Think about what just happened. The Nets signed Durant and Kyrie, and the big story is how it hurts the Knicks. Don't tell me the Nets now own the town. Uh, it's misguided. The old guard, the old team is going to be discussed because the change is happening before our very eyes. So that is, that tweet is null and void. Ramona Shelburne. This looks new. The Nixon owner Jim Dolan were not prepared to offer Kevin Durant a full max contract due to concerns over his recovery from the Achilles injury. League sources tell me and Woj. Knicks officials are in Los Angeles tonight, meeting with free agents such as Julius Randle. I'm learning about this. Shelbourne retweeted this a minute ago. This is incredible. Is it true? The first thing you have to ask yourself, is it true? It could be a save face method. Okay, we didn't get the guy. Let's save face. Leak this out to somebody and say we were prepared to offer him a deal. I would bet I would bet the house on that's the case rather than they actually didn't want to bring him into the city. You'd have to be nuts not to bring him. That's just, this is what the league is. For better or for worse, this is what the league is. Capturing free agents. That's it. It's horrible. It's disgusting. But there's no way. The Knicks were hesitant to offer him a full max deal. Oof. And if it turns out to be true, which it could be, the balls on the organization to do such a thing. Mark Berman, Knicks Brass had left for LA this morning with knowledge they were on the outside looking in with KD. They knew. SNY, it's fine. KD isn't going to the Knicks. They didn't want him anyway. I mean, jeez. The main reaction is about Dolan. And Mark Stein had the best tweet thus far about Dolan. If today's events don't make Jim Dolan take a step back and think about where the Knicks are as a brand, after, remember, Dolan himself promised big things in free agency in March, I'm not sure what will. And this is the biggest takeaway. 
what made the Nets more attractive to Durant and Irving as opposed to the Knicks? If you're a Knicks fan, what can you say? At this point, you can't hope for anything good until you see it laid in front of you in all its glory before you could fully celebrate it. The last point is, no, it's not a slam dunk for the Nets. This is not the Heat Big Three. Durant, that's a serious injury with the Achilles. He's 6'10", 6'9", 6'10", probably even taller. The way he plays, the way he shoots, he's going to overcome it, but it's not a slam dunk. And hopping on the bandwagon already, people don't have to realize that. But today, the Nets win. They have done it. In terms of a brand, the way the NBA operates, they have pulled themselves ahead of the Knicks. And the Knicks better hope that they build it a smart way moving forward. Not only did the Knicks lose Durant and Irving and everybody after trading away KP, he went with the Brooklyn Nets and he did it while posting a Biggie song, which has been so synonymous with Knicks basketball for so many decades.